0: Without further ado, here's the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of Make Each Click Count University, and the host with the most, Andy Spiegel. Welcome to the Make Each Click
1: Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spiegel. And we are happy to welcome this week's guest to discuss today's topic, which is, is your business built to scale? This week's guest is a direct response marketing expert and the CEO of Built to Scale, a San Francisco-based performance company that helps e-commerce businesses scale with Google, YouTube, and Facebook ads. He is an entrepreneur with over 10 years of experience spending Over one hundred million dollars, running profitable campaigns for businesses of all shapes and sizes. We now welcome Jeremy Gillespie. Hi, Jeremy. Hey, Andy. Super excited to be here. Well, we're glad you could join us. Now, before we dive into today's topic, which is, is your business built to scale? Let's first hear your backstory and what led you to do what
2: you are currently doing now. Absolutely. So. You know, I've been, I've been doing digital marketing for, I feel like I've been saying 10 years for uh, much longer than 10 years. I think it's about 12 to 14 years now uh, that I've been in the digital marketing space. And so, um, kind of kicked off my career with, with startups, um, and helping them build out their, their growth teams. And for me, um, I always had a, a love and passion for, for paid advertising. Uh, I've dipped my toes in pretty much, you know, every, everything marketing related but for me um paid advertising was just something that uh, i really enjoyed and, and got a lot of, of joy out of so you know flash forward five or so maybe six years um after uh, helping a number of startups i started to to work with uh for linkedin uh, and helping them build out their paid advertising strategy for google ads um had a lot of a lot of fun just at that time when i came in. They weren't they weren't spending on anything but LinkedIn ads. Um, so that this was their um, their opportunity to expand beyond the own, their own ecosystem. Uh, so help them build that out. Uh, and then about four years ago or so, um, I decided I wanted to to kind of take all these these skills and things I've learned to to help a number of other businesses scale their their companies. Um, and so here I am uh, four years later with Built to Scale and. You know, we, we work with a variety of companies, uh, all shapes and sizes to help them scale with, with paid media.
1: Well, let's talk about your services. I took a quick look at your website it looks like you're offering Google ads management, Facebook, Instagram ads management. I guess my question is that a lot of listeners might have, if they're just starting out or, or thinking about getting into, to paid traffic, generating paid traffic, what is the best channel you believe to start with? Where do you advise clients that are coming in?
2: Yes, great question. And um, you know I think it definitely depends on the client kind of where their where their their ideal prospect is, where they live, things like that. Um, but you know for me, I always love to start with Google ads. and the main reason for that is the ability to to target and spend um, spend dollars based on the intent of, of the, uh, the prospect, So you can target by their search queries or, you know, sites that they visited. And it's, so it allows you to really hone in on those high intent keywords. Whereas, you know, Facebook's a great platform, uh, but they don't always necessarily provide that level of intent uh, that you can get on Google. So I, I definitely like to start with Google ads.
1: Now, another thing I saw interesting, even in the name of your website is built to scale. How can someone tell if their business is built to scale or maybe they shouldn't quit their day job?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I think there's, and it depends on if they're like an e-commerce business or a coaching and consulting business or kind of like the two buckets we, we work a ton with. Uh, I think the first uh, piece I always like to to look at is uh, is there is there brand or business able to provide on provide the the value that they say they can so do they have um, product market fit do they have happy current customers uh, is kind of the the step number one um, and then I also want to understand what is the lifetime value of of a customer uh, do you have repeat purchases. Um, are you able to either onboard customers successfully and get them to where they need to be, or do you, if you're an e-commerce store, uh, what is your repurchase rate? Uh, are people happy uh, with the product or service that you provide? And the reason that I start there is because uh, at the very point where you figure out paid advertising and you do want to start to scale, um, those cracks are definitely going to to start to show, um, and so. You know, starting with that foundation and understanding, uh, do I have a good product or service that delivers the value that it should uh, is step number one for me.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's a great a great point. Now, another big thing, at least with with my clients, that we always struggle with, and always struggle with, the trying to improve is conversion, because you can always bring the quality traffic, but if they're not converting, it's all for naught. Do you work with your clients to increase their conversion, and and what are some ways that you do that?
2: Absolutely. Um, I think you know right now, and it is very important. But I think right now, at least from a paid ad standpoint, there's a lot of um, a lot of talk around creative and just the constant testing and iteration of creatives and um, copy and things like that in the ads themselves. And while you know that is. Extremely important. Um, the one of the biggest levers that you have, if you can take your website converting from say you know one or two percent to three or four percent, that's a, a massive impact on your business. And so I think um, unknowingly a lot of businesses focus on the wrong piece. And, and mm-hmm. you ask a great question here because conversion really is that um, that high leverage piece that can can really make or break. Um, your ability to, to scale your business. And so we help um, we help our clients at each phase of the funnel. Um, And I, even when I talk about how we build out paid ads for starting with Google, um, I like to start with the conversion and offer first, because, you know, if if we can't craft a good offer, that's going to convert at, you know, whatever percent uh, it needs to for the math to really work. um, then, you know, nothing's going to work on paid paid advertising. So we help with uh, landing page copy. We help with testing different types of landing pages. Um, you know, there's other things that we do where, you know, maybe we'll um, we'll provide pop ups on the site based on the, the traffic type that they're coming to uh, just mm-hmm. to capture lead further up the funnel if they're not ready to purchase. Um, so we do a bunch of things there. We're not we're definitely not a uh, like a website design house. Okay. Um, but we are very, very focused on um, finding those bottlenecks in the funnel and um, and curing those issues.
1: Now, right behind conversion, I believe is tracking. How do you ensure that you're properly tracking both for for Google and Facebook and and say a little bit of what you think of the importance of of proper
2: tracking? I mean, tracking is is everything. Um, it's everything because it's going to to provide you the roadmap to understand not only um, what campaigns or traffic channels are providing the best ROI, but also um, providing the best long-term uh, customers with the highest lifetime value and things like that. So you know tracking um for for at least the last you know few years was fairly straightforward. Um, you can use uh, free tools like Google Analytics and, and append UTM's on all of your links so that you can have better tracking there. Um, but there's definitely been um, a shakeup here with with iOS and, and Apple um, that's that's causing tracking to be a, a bigger headache than than it was. And I think, you know, in it was almost too easy for for tracking and. and uh, old school marketers, um, you know, when when we used to have to really set up uh, tracking from, um, you know, creating all different landing pages for everything that you do, and really just testing in these silos um, to to make sure we could get a good signal. Um, whereas the past few years, it's it's been with pixels, it's been super super easy to do. Um, but now there's there's definitely some issues with, um, you know, once you click outside of Facebook, if you have opted out of tracking, uh, basically advertisers are losing that ability to track people. Um, So the ability to capture um, first party data, uh, server-side data and use that uh, is becoming a much, much bigger piece. And uh, the learning curve for that, uh, for some businesses is is, is, uh, proving to be difficult.
1: So are you still using Google Analytics for your clients or are you recommending something different?
2: Yeah, so we, we definitely use Google Analytics across all clients. Um, but, you know, we, we are recommending um, various solutions based on kind of where they're at in their journey. So there's things like uh, Wicked Reports, Segmentrix, um, Hyros is another popular one right now um, that provides uh, a deeper level of, of tracking across that customer lifecycle so that you can you can truly measure kind of where they came in from a first click standpoint and map that journey across their lifetime into a paid customer and ideally um, a a um a long time customer,
1: you know. And another thing, I was I was cruising around your website earlier, and I saw you offered it was a storyteller's package for I think it was around eight eight grand. What type of clients is this service geared for, and and do you have any success stories on your on your storyteller's package?
2: Yeah, and you know, for me, the the storyteller's package is really somebody who wants to feel, build like essentially a full funnel um, type approach where they want to um, really tell either their, their brand story um, across the entire funnel. And um, you know, we, have, we have a number of clients that, that use this package because uh, a lot of times people come to us with you know, one or two creatives or, or videos that um, they've deemed successful. Uh, but when it comes to, to truly scaling um your, your paid advertising from a video standpoint, um, you need to make sure from the unaware prospect through um, the solution aware and, and, and purchaser uh, that you're able to tell not only your brand story, what is your unique mechanism of your product? Um, how are people uh being successful with that? And so this is this is a package that basically brings that all together to say um from unknown through to purchase. Uh, we're going to make sure that you have creatives at each step of the funnel mm-hmm. and um they're also formatted for uh, for the different platforms that you're going to be advertising on whether that's facebook or youtube and things like that and so and we have a supplement company um, that we're working with that we've done this for and you know they're spending you know, upwards of, of 50k a day um, on paid ads and this is a very integral part to to their success because um, we're able to to tweak and test all of these different creative pieces.
1: Are you able to share any results uh, before or after what what they're seeing since they've implemented this?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, but well, first and foremost, you know, they this this is a YouTube client, and they before um, before they've they were never even um, they weren't spending on on Google or, or YouTube at all. Um, so this was a company that you know. By and large is is successful um, you know doing five to ten million a year but um you know we're doing about a million dollars a month on average right now just from the google specific ads uh, and using all of these pieces throughout youtube um, and then putting that into display and nurturing them into customers and you know for us we only run um we only run google and youtube for them but the spillover effect for this is massive and so you know they're they're adding about 12 million to 15 million a year to their bottom line and that was done within a 90-day period
1: now were they were they a startup they came in already with that kind of a sales volume i'm just thinking is this for the the smaller just starting e-commerce stores is this for a more established um client
2: yeah great question um, i would say you know this is we have had um, startups in you know very small kind of um, we're just getting going um, brands come through and and they have been successful. Uh, with that said, I think this is best suited for um, companies that know their personas, they understand um, that they have product market fit, and they're they're ready to scale. And so I would put it beyond that startup phase where they already have proof proof of concept. And are typically spending around, you know, twenty-five or or more thousand dollars a month.
1: Okay. And then I was I was looking around your website too, and I saw you offered some lead generation services. Does yeah. that mean you're working with professional services as well as e-commerce clients? Yeah. So we
2: we we work um, with professional services and um, whether it's mortgage companies, insurance companies, things like that to provide. Um, basically, pay per lead um, services, and so uh, we will sell them leads on a pay per lead basis um, mm-hmm. to help them scale their businesses. And so we'll build out um, our own funnels and, and drive and have our own ad accounts where we drive those leads, and then we we sell them to um, to our partners there on the back end.
1: Interesting. So they don't have. You're not even driving them to the website you're you're making your own page with like an unbounce or something like that and then
2: and then just selling them the leads
1: exactly yeah our
2: goal um is basically that we, we build assets for ourselves and certainly um we want to provide them as much value as possible but um when it comes to um some of these companies and i would say a lot of companies in this space uh they already have a fair amount of, of ad spend um but they're not as nimble as as I would like them to be on. Um, how are you testing new pages? Um, how are you testing new platforms and things like that? And so we take that in house so that we have more control, um, and then we can provide them a lead at, at typically a better cost than they're able to generate themselves.
1: Well, wow, that's a, you know I haven't heard of anybody doing that. It's very interesting. Do so. Let's say you're doing uh, work for a roofer. Are you using the roofer's name or are you no. <laughs> and yeah. then they're like, I'm Sam's roofer, you, you say, you know, or are you just using more of a generic um, kind of landing page?
2: Yeah, typically, it's it's a little bit more, more generic. Uh, sometimes we'll have uh, dynamic copy on the page so that it populates based on either their city or okay. state. Um, because while we have and do work with some some local providers, you know, we're we're looking to to spend on a, on a broader scale. And so you know, sure. if we're looking for say uh, a roofer in San Francisco, um, we hit a ceiling pretty quick. So we would rather uh, find national uh, providers that can route those leads to the local providers as needed.
1: Okay. Okay. Interesting. Now you said built to scale you, the agency is about four years old. Is that right?
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay. What are some of the struggles that you've gone through trying to get your agency's name out there in the marketplace.
2: Yeah. You know, I think getting our, our name out there, uh, for me has always been, uh, based on, on results. Uh, I'm definitely not the, uh, the loudest in the room or, you know, posting a bunch of things on social media or anything like that. And so for me, it's always come down to, to results. And so, um, we really focus and work most of the time on referrals as well as um, things like that. And so for us, it comes down to kind of managing our reputation by providing the best results um, It is kind of our core ethos. You know, I don't think um, long term that's going to, to get us where we want to go, but um, for, for where we've gotten so far and, and we've done uh, fairly well is, is based on kind of managing and, and just providing exceptional results to our clients. Great. I
1: always like to ask this question of of industry experts, but where do you see e-commerce going over the next few years?
2: Yeah, that's the, that's the billion or trillion dollar question. Um, You know, I think e-commerce is at a a very interesting spot. Um, It's had exceptional growth in the last 12 months. It's had enormous growth in the last kind of 24 months. And so it is really becoming um, that that household um, shopping experience that people are are used to. The majority of the population has already shifted over here. And so uh, the growth potential just continues to to go up. And so where I see um, e-commerce going is is I definitely see it going more more brand-centric and brand-based uh, at the very beginning, because it was a uh, a newer marketplace, there was a number of drop shippers and um, people that were selling a product that was decent, um, but essentially, um, they didn't have any brand behind it. It was just you know a uh, a widget that uh, they were able to get in front of of people and and people would buy it. And you know, I think as as the market grows, the ability to really have a brand uh, that stands to something that has uh, emotional appeal, um, that's gonna make or break um, e-com businesses here in the next, next few years, because I think it's, it's a very crowded space uh, and you need more than just um, you know, good media buying skills. You actually need a brand behind it. You know, another one of my favorite questions
1: is, I'm an avid reader. But I always like to ask, are there personally any business books out there that you can attribute to your journey as an entrepreneur?
2: you know i I feel like i I get this this question um, a ton, and mm-hmm. you know certainly I feel like the the broken record for years has been the four hour work week, which I, you know was certainly impactful. Um, but you know when when I was starting um, my agency, or I made that decision to make the jump. Um, The book that I felt like was fairly uh, monumental in that is a book called uh, Relentless by, um, by Grover, Tim Grover. And he actually just came out with another book called Winning, uh, which isn't, you know, they're not necessarily business books. He was the trainer for Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Um, But, you know, for me, that was the, the mentality that that helped me grow from um, from a bit, for a business owner.
1: As a business owner, solving problems is is really key. It's really down to what we do. And in a nutshell, what what are some of the problems do you solve for your clients, and how do you have your agency stand stand out from the competitors?
2: Yeah, uh, you know, problem. I, I feel like as an agency owner, uh, sometimes you feel a little bit more like a, a firefighter than a, than an actual, um, you know, consultant or a service provider, because there's, there's all kinds of, of problems that are popping up. Uh, and oftentimes they're, they're unique to either, uh, the client, the platform, um, the situation they're in. And so, you know, for me, um, I think of problems in, in a few different kind of buckets, there's like, the um what's happening bucket which is like a very straightforward great you know what is the problem that we're facing here is if it's a from a paid standpoint uh, do we have a conversion rate issue do we have like what is the the current issue um, and I think that for for a lot of agencies I think they everyone does a pretty good job at providing like what is the what is the issue um, but where I think we, typically Excel or the next few phases of, of these, these problem, which is, um, you know, where is this problem happening? Is it a specific channel? Is it a specific mm-hmm. traffic source? Is it a specific, um, you know, persona or creative that's causing this issue? Um, and then identifying why and how we're going to, to solve this, uh, I'm really big on, on the why and coming up with, um, the actual, uh, if it's a hypothesis, great, uh, but let's get into the meat of, of why this is currently happening. I think a lot of people uh, will stop with those first two. Uh, and I think we excel at figuring out why things are happening. And then the last one is how, like, how are we going to fix this and providing a solution that's not only um, sufficient, um, but done in, in a fairly quick manner because, you know, businesses that are spending uh, $50,000 a day don't have, um, they don't have a week or a month to to fix a problem they need that they need that fixed quickly. Sure.
1: Now what are some common mistakes you've seen that companies make when when hiring an agency agency such as yours such as mine yeah. to run their paid marketing campaigns. Where do, where do they go wrong?
2: Um, you know I think I think really understanding what are the agency's core strengths and Uh, making sure that those core strengths align to where you're at or where you're going as a business. Uh, You know, I know a lot of agencies will, or I'm sorry, a lot of companies will hire an agency based on, um, you know, maybe it's their reputation, but um, these are really big agencies that um, have, I don't want to call them junior media buyers, but, you know, they have people in seats that are able to push and pull buttons. Um, But if they're a younger stage company uh, that maybe needs more support on the strategy and really figuring out um, how they're really going to tackle channels and and grow their business, um, you know, that might not be the best fit because they're, they might be a good um, tactician within the platform, but uh, they don't, they might not have the strategic uh, expertise that you need. And so I think really just figuring out um, what do you actually need and You know, everyone always wants to to figure out the right price uh, for their service, but um, I would certainly uh, make sure that you're not going with, say, the cheapest service provider around. Uh, You typically get better quality, better results, faster results um, with people who really know what they're doing. And and typically uh, that does translate into price. And so I think I've at least auditing and taking over a number of accounts. I've seen very um, poor management because they've gone with you know people that are are either very cheap um, or cheaper than, say, us.
1: So they tried to try to get a deal, and it didn't work. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, it's been great having you on the show, Jeremy. Before we go, how can an interested listener learn more about working with
2: you? Yeah. you know for for me, um, certainly, builttoscale.co is is where you can learn about um, about our agency. And you know, I I don't have any shiny object or anything like that. Uh, so if if there's any questions people have, um, feel free to reach out to me, Jeremy at builttoscale Happy to provide any value that I can to your listeners. Uh, I really just appreciate you having me.
1: Well, great. Well, that is it for today. Remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave an honest review. And if you're looking for more information regarding Jeremy or his agency, I will add those links below into the show notes. In addition, if you're looking for more information on growing your business using Google My Business or SEO, check out this month's featured course. Not only can you purchase it for 49 bucks, but you'll also get two months free to make each click count university. The two-month promotion is a limited time, so don't delay. In the meantime, remember to stay safe, keep healthy, and happy marketing. And I will talk to you in the next episode.
0: This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast.